0: The voting guide so we can cover all the stuff that you see here, very exciting stuff, in tonight's A Voter's Guide. So we're going to start with the little bit of alcohol we have here, and I'm just going to beef up the Wi-Fi a little bit. So here. Stuff loaded up here and ready to go. So, first thing we're going to do is start with a little bit of alcohol. Now this is stuff, it's kind of like lemoncello. lemon For those of you who know the lemon stuff, the lemon cello stuff, this is etrog liqueur. And what this stuff is, it's made from one of these guys. Oh, hi Audrey. That's my daughter Audrey. Audrey, say hi to everybody. Hi. Fantastic. Okay. It is made from one of these. This is like an Israeli lemon. We have to use this on the Jewish holiday of Sukkot and it's kind of like a game of god playing with the angels and what can i get them to do next so these crazy jews that we are we take this thing and we take some willow branches and we take some palm trees and we take some other fun stuff and we shake it around during prayer services it's kind of where you get the idea for palm sunday from that's where it originally comes from but it's to represent the harvest season it's the holiday of Sukkot is about so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take this guy and actually somebody told me i should use a lemon and not this stuff because it doesn't come out very good but i'm going to pick this I'm going to slice this puppy up, and I'm going to put it into a big thing of vodka I don't like, because use vodka you don't like when you're experimenting with this stuff. And then I'm going to put five spoonfuls of sugar into it, and I'm going to leave it there for about a month. And then I'm going to drain out all the extra or lemon, parts. And then I'm going to strain it through a Brita filter one time, because that's what distilling is. You just go through the filter, and filter, and filter. So we're going to do that one time, and then I'm going to try it. And then we'll try it for another month and drain it some more and distill it again for another month. And we'll see if it comes out, because last time I tried this, it tastes like lemon pledge. So anyway, this stuff, it tastes better than limoncello. Etrogliquor, you can find it at Total Wine. That's where I got it. You don't have to buy it from a special kosher place, but I was surprised that the stuff was kosher. So anyway, I've got my fun little shot glass here. We're going to have a little bit of this. And away we go. Now, the rules for tonight are anytime I say a variation of the word socialism, it's time to drink also the other thing is if you want to comment if you want to talk or anything like that feel free to start writing them on the side here and we will discuss all the voting fun for seattle for this election for washington state okay now the things that i do to make sure i'm on the up and up about what's going on is if you want to know who not to vote for the easiest thing to do is to pull up the seattle stranger seattle's only blog as it's called not newspaper but call, pull up the Seattle Stranger and their voting recommendations and just vote the opposite. So if you want the easy way to do this, that's the easy way to do this. you want the hard way to do this, where you go candidate by candidate, research, research, then you can listen to me or you can pull up the Voter's Guide, which I recommend. So I got them all loaded here on the computer. The reason I'm looking this way is because I'm looking at several screens at one time so I can have everything in front of me. So we're going to start with the judges. So first, l'chaim to everybody. L'chaim, have a little bit. Hmm little blessing beforehand. Okay, I am down at, because everybody always asks me about the judges. King Superior Court Judge, position number 30. That's what I get to vote for. You have a choice between Doug North and Carolyn Ladd. Reading both their stuff, okay, they have a whole bunch of stuff to say here about each of them. The stranger says Doug North, which means you vote for Carolyn Ladd. Okay, I'm scrolling up here, and I'm going to King Superior Court Judge, position number 13. You have Hillary Madsen versus Andrea Robertson. I haven't met these candidates. I'll always say if I have. So the stranger says Hillary Madsen, which means we vote for, what's your name here? Andrea Robertson. Andrea Robertson. So if you're taking notes, make sure you write that down. I am scrolling up here. And court appeals judge Bill Bowman is unopposed, which means he's probably going to win. We're scrolling up a little bit. Court appeals judge David Mann is unopposed, which means he's going to win. Deborah L. Stevens, Supreme Court Justice, okay. The Supreme Court Justices, these are the guys who just took away your $30 cartels. So, even if they're unopposed, but they're one of the people who took away your $30 cartels, they upheld 1639, the ridiculous gun control law that now everybody who voted for it is kicking themselves because they want guns because they have Antifa lunatics on the street. The same guys also who wanted to release the Green River Killer and did release a bunch of other criminals in the state because of coronavirus. So we're going to vote against these guys, and I'm going to do a public opinion poll of who you want to replace these people with. We'll do names. I'll ask for suggestions from everybody. So, Mitch, thank you. Robertson, thank you for suggesting that. Just saw the comments. All right, so here we go. If we're looking at Deborah L. Stevens, so she has been a Supreme Court Justice since January 2008, which means she's on the court now, which means that she's one of the people we can't have around next time. I am looking for suggestions of who we should write in for this justice position for the Supreme Court. Anybody have any suggestions? Do you think that Mickey Mouse wouldn't be a better candidate? Anybody? Okay, Mitch Green says write me in mitch green we are oh my daughter is giggling about that because it's her friend's father so we're going to say mitch green mitch congratulations we are writing you in for position supreme court justice position seven i will write this so everybody for position seven write in mitch green a wonderful lawyer who is fantastic You can check him out, and he will help you get out of speeding tickets. So you should contact Mitch Green. He is wonderful, fantastic, and that's who I use when I'm zipping along in the charger. Congratulations, Mitch. You have just been nominated for Supreme Court Justice Position Number 7. Everybody vote for Mitch Green. All right. We're scrolling up. Position Number 6. So who's in that position right now? Got to pull this sucker up here. So Position Number 6. Where did I go with that? Ah, here we go. Okay. Okay. So, Supreme Court Justice position number six is, is that Helen Whitner? Is that who I'm looking at here? Oh, Helen Hang on, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Helen Whitner is the incumbent. She's in office right now. I don't know this guy Richard Searns, but Helen voted to uphold the card, t- I mean, to not let you have your $30 card tab, so remember that. Okay, not her. Scrolling up, Charles Johnson is one of the people who voted for that, so I need another candidate that we are going to run against Charles Johnson because for some reason the Republican Party in the state couldn't come up with one living, breathing person with a pulse to run against this person. So, I'm looking for a candidate now for this position for Chief Justice, not Chief Justice, sorry, I take that back, for Justice Position number, which one is this here? Supreme Court Justice Position number four. I am looking for a candidate. Anybody like to volunteer? Mitch, are you volunteering again? We can do that. Hmm. Supreme Court justice position. Are we doing Mitch Green again? We could do Mitch Green again. Any yeah. other lawyers on the page who want to be in there? Beth, Audrey agrees. Audrey, you want to vote for uh, your friend's dad? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fantastic. Audrey agrees. That's what we're doing. So once again, Mitch, congratulations. You are now on the ballot in two places. For two Supreme Court positions, you just doubled your chances. Okay, we're scrolling up here. Ah, Dave Larson versus Raquel Montoya-Lewis. Raquel Montoya-Lewis, Judge Lewis, is currently another one of these justices, so you are going to vote for Dave Larson. I don't know anything about Dave, I just know he's not her. So, anyway, make sure you vote for Dave Lewis against her. I'm scrolling up here. State representative. I'm looking at District 47, Position Two. So this one, it says Pat Sullivan prefers Democrat Party. Ted Cook prefers Republican Party. I don't know either one of these guys. I'm not going to vouch for anybody. Just you know, if the stranger recommends them, they're hard to no. know. Let's scroll up a little bit here. Who do we got here? State representative, Position 40, uh, District 47, Position One. Debra Intiman. Like the donuts. Okay. All right. She prefers the Democrat Party. And Kyle... I I can't even try to pronounce that. I'm sorry. Pick whoever you want in this race. I have nobody to particularly recommend, but realize that if the stranger says them, then vote against them. You have my Mylintai. I'm not going to make the obvious thing about that name. Al Rosenthal. I have nobody I know in this race here. So we're going to scroll up. Tara Sen prefers the Democrat Party. I don't know anything about Tara Sutton, but I really don't like that she's running unopposed. Do we have anybody who lives in district who would like to, I don't know, be part of this, like we nominated Mitch? So would anybody here like to vote for District 41, Position 1? Anybody? District 41, Position 1. Do I have any takers? Hmm. Any takers at all? Mitch, I'm not writing you in for this position. We need somebody else who wants to be a state representative in this position. You guys want to write Ari Hoffman? Go ahead and write Ari Hoffman. I'm not saying this because the person's a Democrat. I'm saying this because I don't think anybody should run on a post. Oh, there she is again. Hi, Audrey. Hello. I don't think anybody should run a post. So we need somebody living, breathing to be here in this position. What do you want, sweetie? Yes, it's live. Okay. Anyway, moving along here. All right. We are scrolling up. We are scrolling up. We are scrolling up. And now we are up to... Let's see what I got here. Hang on. Lisa Wellman versus Mike Nycreme. Nycreme? Nycreme? Nycreme. I don't know either one of these guys, District 41. Don't know these guys. I'm not vouching for either one of them. Ah, District 37, (sighs) Position 2. We have Kirsten Harris-Talley, and we have Chukundi Salisbury. Now, this is interesting. I really, really don't like Kirsten Harris-Talley. For those of you who don't know, she is the architect behind Seattle's head tax. She was on the Seattle City Council for about five minutes during the whole Ed Murray scandal. Five minutes. Had to replace somebody. Yes. Thank you, sweetie. Five minutes. Five minutes. She is the one who was responsible for all that tax policy that we had, and it was a problem. So, I don't know anything about this guy, Chukunde Salisbury, but I know that he's not Kirsten Harris-Talley. If you don't want Kirsten Harris-Talley in office and you're looking at two Democrats here, I would pick this guy Salisbury. I'm not vouching for him. I'm just saying the alternative is worse, and unfortunately that's how we got to where we are in Washington because the Republican Party cannot seem to get any living, breathing candidate through any of these races. So remember, don't vote for Kirsten Harris-Powley. I bet you she's the one that The Stranger endorses. Let's take a quick peek here and just see. I bet, without even guessing... Oh, so far I've been right. Everything against what The Stranger said. Yes, they said Kirsten Harris-Talley, so make sure you vote against her and you vote for this guy, Salisbury. I can't believe I'm going to be doing that, but do that. Okay, fantastic. All right, so Beth Darrison says, Mike Nykrum was at the Back of the Blue rally on August 1st. Cool, let's go with Mike then. He's got our official thing there. All right, fantastic. Now we're scrolling up. Let's see what else we got here. We're scrolling up. No to Kirsten Harris-Talley. Scrolling yep. up. All right, there we are. We're in District 37, Position 1. We have Sharon... Tamiko Santos. Santos. Like the West Wing? Any West Wing fans on this? And John Stafford. Both prefer the Democrat Party. Which one are we going to go for here? They both look extremely qualified. And you can't really tell much from these. So let's go to the Stranger for a second. Stranger says, they say, which one are we looking at here? That's uh, District 37 position. District 37, 37, 37. They say Santos, so that means you're going to vote for John Stafford. We're going to look at John Stafford here. Uh, the two Democrats are going to pick John Stafford. Scrolling up, scrolling up. What do we got next? We got Maya Suling Gregerson, and we got Mar-Liza Meltzer. Now, this is interesting. She prefers a Libertarian party. Libertarians got somebody through the primaries. Good for them. All right. Let's see what we got here. Both look qualified, 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 served two years, economic football, college, increased funding for public health, not during the pandemic. Okay, so this one, excuse me, both seem, wait, hang on a second. Meltzer says she's an herbalist, gardener, researcher. Oh, that's other professional experience. I kind of question the professional experience categories of these two candidates. Who's a stranger recommend? Oh, of course, they do Gregerson. So you're going to vote against Gregerson, and you're going to go for Meltzer, the libertarian. Interesting. Okay. Don't worry. We'll get into the fun ones soon enough. All right. Tina Orwell and Carrie French. I know Carrie French. I'm going to say Carrie French. I don't know anything about Orwell, but I do know Carrie French. I'm going to say vote for Carrie French. All right. We're scrolling up here, and that was for position... District 33, position (coughs) 1. Excuse me. Scrolling up here. District 31, position 2. You have Eric E. Robertson, who prefers the Republican Party, and you have Thomas R. Clark, prefers the Democrat Party. So, I'm going to say, I'm looking at their qualifications and experience here. One was a police trooper and captain, and one was a Navy veteran. Far more uncommon. I like both of the things they're saying here, both of them. I'm looking at these things. Community service. Robertson's a lot of community service here. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Yeah, I don't see anything here. I mean, those of you who are truest can say, Okay, you want to vote for Robertson because he's a Republican, or you want to vote for Clark because he's a Democrat. I'd rather find out which one did the stranger endorse. So, stranger endorses... neither one of them? Could it be that one of these guys is not a socialist, or am I just not seeing it here? Ah. Interesting. They didn't endorse in this race. So, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, anyway, you have Eric E. Robertson and you have Thomas Clark. This one seems like a party line kind of deal, but I would check both of them out and do more research on them. I don't know either one of them. Just to be thorough, what I'm going to do before I vote, I'm going to ask both of them, Thomas Clark and Eric Robertson, if either one of you is watching by any chance, I'm going to ask both of them for an interview. I'm going to reach out to both of them and see if either one of them will come on my show. All right, scrolling up here. We have for District 31 position 1 Drew Stokesbury and Katie Young. Looking, looking, one's a representative, one's an incumbent. By the way, this is an interesting sideline here. I my election prediction is every incumbent wins. That's my election prediction. Market stamp it. That's what I think happens from top to bottom because opponents cannot or challengers cannot campaign effectively in this environment. So this one looks like another one. Let's see here. We're looking at District 31, position 1. District 31, position 1. Scrolling through, scrolling through. Interesting. Once again, the stranger did not endorse in this race, so you may have an actual old-school Democrat versus a Republican. They didn't endorse either one of them in this race. Hmm. Very interesting. I find it fascinating when they don't endorse. All right. District 30, position 2. I'm going to reach out to both those candidates also. Who do we got here? Make a mental note. Drew Stokesbury and Katie Young. Fantastic. I'm scrolling up. Jesse Johnson versus Jack Walsh in District 30 Position 2. Good, 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 good. These guys both say all the right things. One of them is our current incumbent, Jesse Johnson. I don't know his record. I'm going to reach out to him. Who's he endorsed by? Seattle Labor Council. Uh, Senator Pat Murray, Bob Ferguson, Congressman Asset. Okay. No Jesse Johnson. He's got all the wrong names on his profile at the bottom there, so I'm going with Jack Walsh for District 30, Position 2. I'm scrolling up here. For District 30, Position 1, Jamila Taylor and Martin Moore. One prefers the Democrat Party. One prefers the Independent Republican Party. Uh, newbies serve here. Who's her? Rather? No, 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 no. Okay, now I'm going over The Stranger for District 30, Position 1, and they say Jamila Taylor. So because they endorse in this race, I'm voting the opposite. We're going with Martin Moore. Martin Moore in District 30, Position 1. I'm scrolling up. Don't worry, those of you who are not sure things yet, we'll get to the fun stuff in just a few. District 11, Position 2, Steve Burquist versus Sean Atchison. One's a representative currently. Maybe you should ask these guys who are representatives why they haven't had an emergency session, given the fact that they talk about how bad the coronavirus is, and yet they don't feel it necessitates an emergency session of the state legislator. Ask any of your representatives that, Democrat or Republican. That's a really good question. So I'm going to guess yeah. that the stranger rep- endorsed Burquist. Who's he got his endorsements? Doesn't list it here. District 11 position two. District 11, Position 2. They endorsed West, so I'm going to vote for Atchison. Sean Atchison. I'm reach out to him and see what's going on. District 11, Position 1, David Hackney and Zach Hudgens. Two Democrats. Reading, reading, reading. One worked at Amazon, Microsoft. Okay. I have any endorsements on here? I go by endorsements with the guys I don't know. Looking. Okay, on the right. Hmm. One guy's endorsed by Planned Parenthood. State Labor Council. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to guess the stranger endorsed Zach Hudgens for District 11, Position 1. District 11, Position 1. No, they endorsed Zach Hackney. David Hackney, sorry. Interesting. I wouldn't have seen that one coming. This one, I'm going to do a write-in vote. I'm not voting for either one of these guys. I don't like what I'm seeing in their write-ups. Yeah. No good for me. I don't like the things they stand for, so that's a no-go. Scrolling up, Bob Hasagawa. I've met him. Seems to be a very nice guy. He's unopposed, though I don't agree with him. It's important to have people who disagree with you in elected office. I'm not actually going to write him a candidate against Bob Hasegawa. I really disagree with a lot of stuff he does, but I'm not writing him. in. Lisa Callen. Let's see what she says. She's the current state representative. I don't know her. Endorsed by Bob Ferguson, Senator Patty Murray. Okay. I need somebody who wants to run for state representative district five, position two. State representative district five, position two. Oh, I'll tell her she says hi. Okay. All right. This is not really... Can somebody please explain to me why the Republicans can't get anybody through for these unopposed campaigns? Anybody? Or the Libertarians? Or the Green Party, for that matter? Is there a reason all these Democrats are running unchallenged? Somebody, please pick somebody. So who wants to run for the state representative position? District 5, position 2. Whose name are we writing in? I'm looking for suggestions. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Nobody? Okay, here's who we're writing in. We're writing in Irene Green. Irene Green for state representative, district 5, position 2. That's who we're writing in. Scrolling up here. Okay. State Representative, District 5, Position 1. We have Bill Ramos versus Ken Meninsky. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. Looking, 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 looking. Okay, no endorsements for either of these guys. Sure, I'm looking, I'm looking. Nothing too exciting here that I'm seeing. And neither one is endorsed by the stranger. Interesting. Must not be liberal enough. So I'm going to reach out to both those guys, Bill Ramos and Ken Meninsky. Don't worry, we'll get to the exciting stuff, too. Ingrid Anderson versus Mark Mullet. Once again, two Democrats. What is with the Republican Party? What is with the Libertarian Party? Can't get any more candidates through here? Do they have endorsements here? I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, I'm going to go with... Kathy Lambert endorsed him. I'm going to say Mark Mullet looks promising. I'm going to look at this a second here, District 5, State Senator District 5, State Senator District 5, State Senator District 5, they said Ingrid Anderson, so yeah, I was right, and we're going with Mark Mullet. Mark Mullet is the guy you want to vote for out of the two Democrats. Okay, we are now getting into the fun stuff, so Insurance Commissioner, Here's something that I bet you're not going to hear me say. You have a Democrat versus a Republican. Don't for, vote for either one of them. This guy, Patel, who is on the Republican ticket, even if you're a Republican, don't vote for this guy. He's he's a nutjob. He's a looney tune. Do not vote for this guy. Something's wrong with him. Do I like my creator? No. Do I wish Anthony Welty had made it through this? 100%. I'll probably end up writing in Anthony Welty. But I am not voting for this guy, Patel, on the Republican Party. Just watch his candidate video, and you will see why. I am not voting for this guy. I do not vouch for this guy. I don't care. This is why you shouldn't just vote down party lines. Okay. Superintendent of Public Instruction. You have Chris Rakedahl versus Maya Espinosa. All right? So Chris Rakedahl versus Maya Espinosa for Superintendent of Public Instruction. As Todd Herman calls him, Chris Creepy Rakedahl is the guy who proposed and pushed through the very controversial sex ed bill against the wishes of the voters. This guy is in the pocket of Planned Parenthood. This guy wants to push through this kind of stuff. Buddy of Jay Inslee and everybody else at State who's making your life miserable. Maya Espinoza, I've interviewed her three or four times. She's wonderful. She's a mom. She wants a better school for her kids. Maya Espinoza is my endorsement. I'm actually saying, no, don't don't just pick one or the other. It's a nonpartisan position you want to vote for Maya Espinoza. She is phenomenal. She's great. She's very communicative on um, social media. You can reach out to her. You can ask her any questions. But this is a person who is just phenomenal, and Chris Reykdal has to go. Do not vote for Chris Reykdal, and make sure you vote for Maya Espinoza. This is your kid's future. We're talking about this is a very important election. We'll get to the sex ed bill in a little bit, but right now it's very important. Maya Espinoza, 100% has my stamp on it. Go to Canary in a coal mine and search her name, Maya Espinoza. I have three or four interviews with her, and you can hear what she has to say from her own words. Scrolling up here, Hillary Franz or Sue Peterson? You know what? I don't know Sue Peterson that well, and Hillary Franz, people have good things to say about her, people have bad things to say about her. I'm looking. I'm looking. I know people I like want me to say Sue Peterson. I think that um, Hillary Franz's policies with regards to public lands have been disastrous. They've been absolutely disastrous. Look at the wildfires and things like that. I don't think we can afford having her anymore from an ecological standpoint, from an environmental standpoint, so I recommend against Hillary, friends, and actually give Sue Peterson a chance just because look at the disasters we've had so far. Hmm. Scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. What is next on my ballot and your ballot? Let's see what we got here. Ah, Attorney General Bob Ferguson or Matt Larkin. Let's bring this back to the third dollar cardhouse. Bob Ferguson was supposed to fight for us and yet he's the guy who changed the name on the ballot to make it so that the Supreme Court, if it actually got through all this other stuff that the voters voted for, would reject it. Bob Ferguson spends all his time voting, um, sorry, filing papers against Donald Trump, filing lawsuits against Donald Trump. That is all Bob Ferguson does. That's, that's how he spends his day I don't know what else he does all day Except for sue Donald Trump He has over 50 lawsuits against Donald Trump How do any of those help the people Of Washington State If you want more of the same And you want your life to be miserable in the state You're going to vote for Bob Ferguson If you want change, I've met Matt Larkin one time Over Zoom I don't know him very well, I interviewed him You can go look up the interview see what he has to say I'm going to vote for Matt Larkin over Bob Ferguson 100% Bob Ferguson has got to go do I think he's going to lose? Unfortunately, no, but I think you should give Matt Larkin a chance. I really do. Give him a chance. Let's see what this guy can do. Scrolling up, scrolling up. We have Pat McCarthy and Chris Leba for State Auditor. Now, I don't really even know what the State Auditor does, to be perfectly frank with you. I can admit when I don't know something. State Auditor. So, they said Pat, the stranger says Pat McCarthy, so that means automatically you're voting for Chris Leba. I'm going to actually ask both of them to come on my show and explain what state auditor does. I assume that means they're checking the money of the state. Well, when you lose $650 million at the state's unemployment fund, then you may not be keeping good track of the money. So I'm going to say let's give this guy Chris Lane a chance. Scrolling up here. Scrolling up. And I'm looking for state treasurer Mike Pelicotti and Dwayne Davidson. Mike Pelicotti and Dwayne Davidson. So the stranger for treasurer recommends... Mike Pellicotti, and since they couldn't watch their own money, I think we should go with Dwayne Davidson. Dwayne Davidson. Beth, I skipped the forty-six. It's not on my ballot. That's why I'm going up with that. Okay, so Mitch says Larkin, so we're going with Larkin. Moving up here. Moving up, moving up, moving up, and I'm looking at, okay, Kim Wyman versus Gail Tar- Tarleton for Secretary of State. Our voting system in the state sucks. This vote-by-mail thing is a problem. There's massive problems with it. Originally, I thought there weren't. I did all this time after my election. Why did I lose? It's got to be voter fraud. I couldn't find any holes in it. And then we found all the problems with ballot harvesting. At least Kim Wyman is saying we want to pass initiatives to stop the ballot harvesting. I truly believe that Kim Wyman is the only thing standing in your way between what we have now and a completely rigged election. I think Kim Wyman is doing the best she can with a broken system, and she is slowly trying to fix it as best as she can, working with everything with the entire deck stacked against her. She's done a remarkable job, and here's something for the Democrat friends. If you all think, if you're all going to keep holding up our elections, as long as that are the reason why you can vote by ballot, by mail, across the country, then you should be voting for Kim Wyman, because she's the one who made it that way. Ah, turned that one around, didn't I? So, Kim Wyman, she's got an impossible job. I've met her. Very nice lady. I've interviewed her. You can go look up Canarian Coal Mine, Kim Wyman. I'm going to endorse and vote for Kim Wyman. So the only endorsements we have so far for me are Kim Wyman, Matt Larkin, and Maya Espinoza. Maya Espinoza is my strongest. Kim Wyman is my second. And Matt, we got to get rid of Bob Ferguson. Scrolling up, scrolling up. What do we got here? Okay. Lieutenant Governor, you have Danny Heck and you have Marco Leas. Now, Unfortunately, too many Republicans ran, and they all split the vote with each other. This should really be a Republican versus a Democrat because they all split the vote with each other. The Republicans right now are trying to do the exact same things to, to the Democrats, and what they're going to do is they have a write candidate, and the write candidate, Joshua Freed, is trying to get his name out there. If you remember, Joshua Freed ran for governor. He lost because, once again, too many Republican candidates, and there was a big grassroots effort for Culp. But anyway, for lieutenant governor... I know Josh Freed, good guy. But here's the other thing. Jay Inslee is most likely, if Joe Biden gets elected president, Jay Inslee is going to take a job in the Biden administration. He's not going to stay in Washington State. The second that guy has a chance to jump ship, he's going to. He wants to be president. He's never going to be, but he wants to be. So realize that your lieutenant governor will most likely end up being your governor a year or two from now in a Biden administration. So I recommend you write in Joshua Freed. Write in Joshua Freed. For Lieutenant Governor. That's what I recommend you do. Okay. So, I like the support, Yita. Thank you very much. All right. Beth says Inslee is against Mark Muller because he won't vote for all of Inslee's taxes. Okay. Millions are being spent against Muller. So, that means vote for Muller. All right. Moving on from there. We're scrolling up. We're scrolling up. We're scrolling up. And, okay, Governor. Right now, I'm very, very serious. Everybody watching the live stream. I'm going to take a shot for this one. Can anybody give me one reason to vote for Jay Inslee? Nope. No reason to vote for Jay Inslee? Yeah, I can't either. This is the guy who said he wouldn't raise taxes and continues raising taxes. This is the guy who lost close to a billion dollars out of our state employment, unemployment fund, and thousands, thousands of people still have not gotten their unemployment checks. This is the guy who has everything continues to be shut down, is not following the science of the data. Jay Lee is a disaster governor and has made our state worse. He ran for president, and the more people found out about him, the less they liked him. Lauren Cole, good guy, nice guy. I've interviewed him twice. Is he the candidate I endorsed originally? No. Is he a guy we need right now because we can't afford any more Jay Inslee? Yes. And look at this nonsense with the voters' ballot. This is the same stuff they did in the primary, where they're not printing his information. He got it in on time, they tried getting it on time, and they keep not printing it. It shows you the deck is stacked against him. You want to vote for Chief Culp. He's for law and order. His executive experience, okay, but do any of these politicians really have any experience? No. What you really got to do is vote out Jay Inslee. Which means you're going to vote for Lauren Culp, even if he wasn't the candidate you picked originally. Lauren Culp is the guy you got to vote for now. You got to vote for Lauren Culp for governor because we cannot afford any more years of Jay Inslee. You just can't. He is a disaster, and the people who have met him that I know that I trust say really awful things about him. Nobody seems to like this guy. This is a guy we got to get rid of. No more Jay Inslee. Vote for Chief Lauren Culp. Okay. Moving up, moving up, moving up. I am scrolling up and we're getting into the federal fun now. United States Representative Doug Bassler. I have not spoken to Doug Bassler yet, but he's running against Adam Smith, who I do not like. I actually think I voted for Adam Smith just because his um, competition last time was so much worse. But I actually, Doug Bassler, I'm going to reach out to him and I'm going to reach out to Adam Smith. I'm going to see if either one of them is interested in coming on my show. I'm going to guess that the stranger endorsed Adam Smith. Yes, they did, which means you want to vote for Doug Basso. But I'm going to give each of them a fair shot because sometimes the stranger does what I do and they just go on one side of the ballot. So I'm going to reach out to both of them. I don't know either one of them. Jesse Jensen, District 8. I did talk to Jesse Jensen for District 8. Seems like a nice guy, seems like a good guy. There's some mixed feelings with him on the right side of the aisle. Who is Jesse Jensen running against? He is running against Kim Schreier. Okay, Kim Schreier's got to go. Kim Schreier has got to go. There, I have nothing good to say. Dr. Tax? Yeah, no, she's got to go. we got to vote against Kim Schreier. Vote for Jesse Jensen. That is my recommendation. Kim Schreier, Schreier has not been good for Washington State. She's got to go. And I'm just worried about all these incumbents actually winning. Craig Keller. I don't know Craig either. But he's running against Pramila Jayapal. Pramila Jayapal is not even, doesn't even rate being a member of the squad, but she's a wannabe member of the squad. She says awful things. She is not a good person. She is a terrible, terrible representative for all of us. Craig Keller, I don't know you, but I'm going to reach out to you to interview on my show so people can get to know you a little bit better. Check that out. No to Pramila Jayapal for sure. She has got to go. When you're a wannabe member of the squad, that's bad things, because it probably means you're more extreme than they are. All right, scrolling up. So, United States President and Vice President. Here's where the fun begins, because we get into the fun candidates. Ah, the Socialist Workers' Party. Love those guys. Oh, I said socialist. Time for a drink. Here we go. A little bit more extra here. The Socialist Workers' Party. Allison Kennedy and Malcolm Jarrett. Hang on, I love reading their, like, statements. Socialist Worker Party demands the federal government immediately fund a massive public works project to provide jobs at union-scale wages for millions thrown out of work. Mm. Mmm. COVID-19 has exposed a crisis of capitalism. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me how socialism is going to fix it. How's Venezuela doing? How's Cuba doing? How are all these countries doing? Really, please, tell me about how socialism is going to fix this. Oh, God. What else we got here? Community service. Wait a minute. Okay. Malcolm Jarrett. I, people, I want you to read this. This is the community service for these two candidates. for Malcolm Jarrett. In 2018, joined others protesting the killings of 11 Jews at Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. You... Did anybody not protest the... What? <laughs> Has been involved in fights against police brutality? Uh... I, no, just we're done with you, dude. Allison Kennedy attended protest. No. Why do we listen to these people? Why do we let these people in the ballot? Okay. Uh, another socialist. The Socialism hmm, and the Liberation Party. Can somebody please explain to me what's the difference between the Socialist and Workers Party and the Socialist and Liberation Party? Do one of them actually want to work? I don't understand. Is the difference because one wants to work and one doesn't want to work? I'm not following this here. But anyway, I'm looking at these guys. Hang on. What we got here? Uh anti-war activists, party of socialism, job or income health care, blah, 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 blah. Where's the fun stuff? Ah, today while the obscene wealth of the super rich grows every day, half the U.S. population is living or near poverty. For the earth to live, capitalism must go. The multiple crises of inequity. In jo- oh, please, I can't. Do this so where's the Green Party? I want to read about the Green Party. The Green Party! Here we go. Howie Hawkins and Angela Walker. Green Party. Life or death issues. Solutions to life or death issues. Wait, we're talking about the nuclear arms race? What is this, the nineteen eighties? Police brutality brutality, systemic racism, economic equality. Why do we let these people on the ballot? I don't even remember these loony tunes from last time. Okay, we're up to the libertarians. Now. I've had some misconnects. I was supposed to interview Jeremy Spike Cohen. You don't normally meet Jews named Spike. Apparently the question you want to ask Spike is how his bar mitzvah was. I've actually heard very good things about Joe Jorgensen and Jeremy Spike Cohen, unlike last time where I looked at Gary Johnson and I went, no, I'm never voting for this guy because I did not vote for either of the candidates in the last presidential election. I wrote in a candidate instead. Um, if you do not like either of the two people at the from major two parties, Joe Jorgensen and Jeremy Spike Cohen, they're good people from what I hear. Everybody who works with them, I know people who work with them. They have nothing but good things to say about them. It's not because they work for them. It's because they work with them. It's because they're really nice people. So if you're not voting for the top of the ticket, I actually encourage you to check out the Libertarian Party this time. I would not have done that last time. Okay. Now we're up to the fun one. Because I already explained to you that I did not vote for president or vice president. Last time, uh, sorry, I didn't vote for either party last time. I did a write-in vote. Um, this time, my answer might surprise you for who I'm voting for. Here, I'll give you guys a chance to change my mind. Can anybody on the live stream please tell me a reason to vote for Joe Biden without mentioning Donald Trump? While you do that, I'm going to drink. Anybody? Mueller? Mueller? Anybody? Nobody? I'm voting for Donald Trump this time. Everything he said he would do, he he did. 56% of Americans say they're better off now, and that's with a massive worldwide pandemic than they were four years ago. The hard thing about Donald Trump is ignoring Donald Trump. The most fun thing about the vice presidential debate was seeing Mike Pence just be about policy. And if you look at the policy, it's actually very, very good. Those of you who don't like his response to coronavirus realize he's the one to shut down the uh, travel from China right off the bat. And people called him xenophobic, and then they say he didn't do enough. So with regards to Biden and Harris, if you look at their plan for uh, the coronavirus response, just like Mike Pence in the debate, it's pretty much plagiarism because it's exactly what the president and vice president already did. And from the Jewish perspective, Donald Trump said he would move the embassy in in Israel to Jerusalem. He did it. He said he would negotiate these peace deals. There's already two, a third pending, fourth pending. So he actually got my vote. took four years, but he got my vote. Like, George W. Bush did not have my vote the first time. Believe it or not, back then I was a registered Democrat. Because all girls, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, the Jewish girl I was dating at the time, told me that all Jews vote Democrat. So I voted for a Democrat, I actually voted for Al Gore. I'm really happy he wasn't president after 9-11, but George Bush got my vote the second time. This is, am I 100% enthusiastic about Trump? No, there's things I really don't like about Trump, but I'm very concerned about the future of our country under a Biden-Harris administration, and you should be too. Court packing, higher taxes, lockdowns, endless lockdowns, killing the economy. I'm very, very concerned about it. And I know a lot of you think I voted for Donald Trump the first time, but I didn't. He got my vote for this time. So that's who I'm voting for for president. Feel free to argue with me, feel free to debate with me, that's what it's all about. You're welcome to PM me, you're welcome to message me, any of that kind of stuff, to have this discussion. But that is my voter's guide. What I am going to do is I'm going to put a handy dandy little cheat sheet out for everybody so you can see who we're voting for. I'll do the top candidates only, the top races that are statewide, countrywide, federal, because you don't want to hear about our individual districts. I'll make sure to put all that stuff out there. But remember, no matter who you vote for, you make sure you vote. Because that's the most important thing, is that we got to where we are because so few people in Seattle were actually voting. That's how things went down the toilet. They managed to send through all these things while nobody else was paying attention. So make sure that you vote. Whether you agree with me or agree with every single thing I said here because I know that there's always the Looney Tunes um, here watching up, oh, and Mitch slash it brings up a good point. Bring the troops home. Yes, 100%. We have too many wars that are going on forever with no exit strategy. So, bring the troops home is a good thing. I mean, when they when they bomb us, it's a good thing to go after them, but at the same time, let's bring our troops home, and that's what Trump is doing. Everybody said the world would descend into chaos and there'd be wars everywhere, and this is the most anti-war precedent for Republican, I think, it in a while. So, I think these are these are really, really important times for everybody to vote. Great point. Yeah, probably Joe Biden. I mean, I don't want to wish ill on anybody, but it, so they're going to find some way to get rid of Joe Biden, and Harris will be the president. And that is a scary, scary thought. Either one of them being president is a scary thought, too. Am I 100% in with Trump? No. I'm not one of those people who goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to donate to the campaign, or I'm going to go to the rallies or something. No. I'm waiting for somebody like Nikki Haley to run so I can get excited about that. But at the same time, that's who I'm going for. Anyway, if you have any questions, like I said, feel free to reach out to me. I'm going to finish off this little drink here. I recommend you do as well. Mm. Sorry for those of you who played the Ari Hoffman drinking game that I use the word socialism often enough for you this evening. Anyway, I hope everybody has a pleasant evening and a fantastic weekend. Ballots drop tomorrow. Make sure to fill them out and make sure to return them to a post office drop box. Or if you don't trust the post office, make sure you get them into an actual ballot drop box. Make sure you get done. Voting is very, very important. Remember, people died, so you could have the right to vote. And there are people around the world who don't have the right to vote in socialist countries. Ha ha, I got you with the last socialist.